Hello everyone, a very quick one from me. This podcast would not be possible without our amazing podcast partners. Because you listen to the show, you are able to get your hands on exclusive savings on both Vincherry and Sourcebreaker. They're award-winning products, and if you are a growing recruitment business, then you have to check out Vincherry, who are a all-in-one recruitment operating system for your growing recruitment company. With Sourcebreaker, if you truly want to equip your teams with the best possible tools to stand out and beat the competition, you have to look at Sourcebreaker. Use the link in the show notes to get a demo booked in, check out these products, and get your hands on those exclusive savings. This is another Golden Nugget episode. Trying something new here where we are going to bring you some of the best Golden Nuggets from the 300 plus conversations we've had with high performing recruiters and successful recruitment entrepreneurs. This is the episode where you can dive straight into the value. It's going to be a short, sharp dose of uh, just great content and great learning. So enjoy it. And please do let me know what you think of the Golden Nugget episodes. If you're enjoying them, if you have a favorite one, let me know. For someone listening to this that maybe still hasn't been willing to take that first step, like, I don't know, I feel like that is often the, the biggest challenge, right? Taking that first step. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it, it took a lot and a lot of time for you to pick up the phone and, and say to your mom that you're struggling. So, and, and I'm sure you get asked this a lot. Like if, if anyone's listening to this right now and they do feel... Yeah, they're they're in that they're in that chaos, and they're they're reluctant because their own selves are protecting them. They're, everything that you just said there, you're you're doing everything you can to protect yourself, right? In in those first four months from dealing with the things head on that you probably know that you need to deal with, but you know protect it at all costs. Like you said, you're talking about things that you thought you'd never have to tell anyone, right? Mm-hmm. So what's your like advice for people to like why why should they take that first up or how can they how can people have the ability to take that first step which often can hopefully then lead to the things that you're describing that momentum and getting to the point where you are now but how can people take that first step Yeah I want to start by saying me talking about the power of conversation and how important that was in my journey and all that sort of things. By no means am I belittling how difficult a task that is. Let's just, Mm. again, that took me 12, 13 years. I I, I didn't, the first time I spoke to my mum about how I actually fully felt around my dad's suicide was 13 years after it happened. Exactly, that's so much fucking time. It's a long, long while. Over a decade. Exactly, mate. crazy. It's a long while, so I'm not belittling how how tough that is. Mm. I'm 100% and, and it, and it is a challenge and we all have our own pressures that make that either easier or, or more difficult as well. But I think it's about, okay, well, first of all, understanding you don't have to offload every single detail <laughs> of the blueprint of your psychological makeup or even begin to um, to talk in, in, in a massive amount of depth about the things that you know you might need to face or the things that are troubling you or your mental health difficulties. How can you make that conversation as easy and as, as feasible as possible for you. Now, there's a number of ways that you can look to do that. I think the first is understanding, okay, what, what are you comfortable saying? Test the waters. Mm. What are you comfortable with? Can you, instead of speaking, before speaking about something, can you write a journal about some of these things? And, and, and can you write a page of 
some of the things that you've never spoken about and how do you feel in that process? Is it too raw? If it is okay, maybe leave it for a couple of months and come back to it. Maybe when you're different in a different space, but writing on a page is a great way for you to make sense of what can seem so cloudy and so difficult to comprehend and, and difficult to, to actually conceptualize as well. So that's a great way to do it. But it's also understanding that, okay, maybe the first time that I'm speaking, I don't have to sit here and talk like Daniel's just done for the first 20 minutes, <laughs> half an hour of that podcast about every intricacy and detail, can I just say two words? I'm struggling. That was me on the phone. I'm struggling. That was enough. That was like the most that I could handle. Right in that moment, it was like, this is a lot. Two words is all I've got. The next day, I said a full sentence. My mum drove up. I said, I've just been struggling with depression and anxiety, suicidal ideation. I've got a bit of a problem with drugs. I said a full sentence. Then I went to my therapist appointment and had the psychiatric appointment. Um, so the consultation before he directed me to the, the uh, psychotherapist and he would ask me questions. And again, I would talk to him a little bit more about my history. And then six months later of working that muscle of conversation, I was able to sit down and offload more of the heavy stuff. So it's about understanding it's a process. Making that easy for yourself, I think is, is really, really important and making that conversation easy for yourself at the start. And then it's also like, okay, what, what other ways or other things can I do to, to make that conversation easy? Who is it I'm speaking with? So who do I choose to actually to actually speak with? Is there someone who has been vulnerable to me about things who I know I can trust because they've shown me that they're, they're, um, they're not afraid of judgment or that they trust me? Is there someone in, in my friendship circle or work circle who has brought something to me and has trusted and confided in me with something that could have been potentially difficult for them to do so? Wonderful. Is there a person like that I can, can make out? And, um, and if so, where can that conversation take place? Where do you think I'd feel more comfortable? We know from research that men especially feel more comfortable talking about mental health and difficulties that they're having in life when they're doing an activity. So do I feel better when I'm driving doing that? Is it better when I'm doing a walk? Can it be at the football the football match? So it's about making and, and finding ways to make that initial conversation easier and understanding how you feel in that process. So again, if it is too much, maybe just leave it for a little bit. Mm. But if you, if you go there and you're like, do you know what? Feel a little bit better and as much as that was really hard, I feel a little bit of positivity that's come from it. I feel a little bit lighter. My head's buzzing a bit. I feel a bit like I'm on my centre line when I'm talking. That was something that I needed to talk about. Cool, let's put a tiny bit more into it. And it's working that muscle of conversation. Also, kind of listening to, to stories. I think that's the biggest thing. And it's why I do the work that I do first and foremost and why I give that raw, honest approach and why I talk th about things on a podcast that most people couldn't even comprehend talking about in a conversation. The reason for that is because this stuff is normal. I, I genuinely don't know anyone who has, who has never, ever gone through something that is very challenging in life, whether it's losing family, bereavement, financial issues, losing a business. There, We go through these things. That's life. Life, life, is, life is struggle in a sense. It genuinely is. To think that these areas aren't normal and to think that we need to hide these areas because of, of the way society is and, and that they're embarrassing and that they're not a normal part of life and that, again, we should shy away from them, I think is, is part of the problem because again, they are so normal. So if you can listen to someone in conversation, whether it's on a podcast or maybe someone who uh, has gone through similar life experiences than you, um, uh, to you, sorry, that's a great way to normalise what feels like a unique pressure in your head. Because that's the other thing of, of the mental health challenges. When you're in it, you feel like it's just you. Mm. You feel like nobody understands how you feel. And I'm turning up to work every day and I'm thinking, you guys, I don't even know the half of it. And mm. yeah, you're, you're telling me why I'm not building enough, as much this month and I'm sat here dealing with 13 years of unresolved childhood, all this stuff. I'm sat like thinking that it's just me when we know statistically it's not. So I think listening to conversation can really help normalise what feels 
abnormal, what feels alien, like what feels like is just something you're dealing with. And that's a great relief because then you're like, right, okay, it's not just me. This stuff happens. What has this person done? Can I try something that they've done? Can I learn from them? And it's that sense, it's taking kind of the, the, the fear out of, of it. And I think those are, are some good points to. 